In his work as a correspondent for Russia Beyond, Yuri Metsarsky, in December 2015, traveled the road from Iraq, Kurdistan to Turkey barely a week after a Turkish fighter jet shot down a Russian bomber along the Syria-Turkey border. Metsarsky has been everywhere in the world covering wars and conflicts, but nothing could have prepared him for the challenge of a lifetime to cross the line from being a journalist to taking up arms to defend his homeland in Ukraine. Here, Mitsarsky talks to Quoted about what is going on in the nation right now, what's going on with his people, and what he wants the world to know in terms of the help that is needed right here and right now. This is Lou Carloza, the editor-in-chief of Quoted, and I have with us on the line here Yuri Metsarsky, who is a Ukrainian journalist and who has decided to take up arms in the struggle to keep Ukraine independent. Yuri, Hello. thank you so much for making the time, and especially under such dire, incredible circumstances. And just very briefly, where do you call home and where are you located right now? I'm located in Kyiv. I lived in Kyiv, uh, but uh, now I'm in, a, in our district. Tell us a little bit about your background and let's also discuss the story in terms of your crossing over from covering the story to being part of the story. Okay, I was a journalist for more than 20 years. Uh, I've been a journalist in, um, I've been, a, my main point of interest was international journalism. I've spent a lot of time <clears throat> overseas. I've been in the United States, uh, covering the uh, United States elections. I've been in, uh, in Great Britain. I've been in, uh, uh, in Europe, but my, Main main uh, main point of ge geographic point was somewhere in the Middle East. I've spent a lot of time in Iraq, in Syria, in Gaza Strip, and uh, in other places. You've been in the war zones, then? Yeah, yeah. I've been for a long time. I've been a lot of times in, in, in the war zones in in uh, Middle East and in Central Asia. So, how does this compare? to the things that you've seen as a journalist? You know, it's completely different experience. I can tell you. Uh, but uh, when the war started, it was last Thursday, I was woke up by, um, by artillery barrage and by missiles, uh, which were flying all around uh, my, my house. Uh, and it was really terrible. And it was really, really hard for me to, to, to decide. So my, you know, my, my person, my personality, it was split, uh, split it into two. One, one of my personalities, it was the personality of a journalist. This personality said to me, "Oh, you should be, you should, you should be, you should, you shouldn't be involved in this uh, in this situation. You should, uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, you should be, you know, just like." Uh, watching from a side what's going on because there's a, you're a journalist to 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 take uh, guns in your arms it's against all the journalists rules so you shouldn't do it but my other uh, my other part of my personality my citizen part it, it told me but it's no it doesn't work anymore you should protect your country you should protect your loved ones you should protect your freedom you should protect your 
your people. So it's not it's not your journalist duty. Now it's it's time for your for your human duty, for your citizen duty. That's why that's why I decided to to to, to take uh, to take guns in my arms and to take gun in my arms and uh, to took part in a, in a defending our country and defending our people. That is an incredible choice, one that none of us should ever have to make. Now, I'm not sure anyone in the United States, anyone who's lived through modern history can even begin to comprehend the kind of effort it has taken for Ukrainian citizens to rise up against Russian aggression. Give us an idea of what's going on. We were uh, Territorial Defense Forces units. It's uh, uh, it's units where uh, uh, the people in these units are mostly mostly civilians who just like me decided to to to, to take part in a defending country and protecting people. So uh, I came to to headquarters of one of these uh, of these uh, of these units. They gave me uh, assault rifle and they sent me to to my position and for. Uh, uh, for a week, I'm on a position with my with my gun and with my comrades. Uh, most of them, I can tell you once more, most of them are your civilians. Only a week ago, there uh, are plenty plenty of uh, of uh, people all around me with uh, with a completely different background. We have two girls. Uh, we have uh, very young girls with in, in their student ages. Uh, in the early 20s. We have uh, people who are um, older than me in 20 years, you know. We have people who were workers, who were storage workers, and, the, and we have people who work in the government structures, who were working in ministers. So, but, but now, you know, all these all these borders between, between, uh, between people, uh, all these borders between between uh you know between higher people or lower people they are completely disappeared they are now all all is one and one one is all so yeah it's 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 a new reality it's a new reality war uh, war made us uh, uh one uh, one unit this war this war this war with putin's war made ukrainian we want the unit, we want huge and very, very angry, furious unit. Incredible. It sounds like a real time of unity. Obviously, it must be a time, too, where people are very scared. They're terrified. What is life like right now in Kiev? If you can describe for people in the United States and across the world, what is your daily reality? What are you seeing? What are you experiencing? Almost every seven to ten minutes, we are hearing uh, missile or artillery alert. You should understand what that we are here in Ukraine, not only in Kiev, is under and is under uh, fire. Uh, we are always under fire. Every few minutes, there are rockets, there are shellings. We are bombing us, we are bombing kindergartens, we are bombing schools, we are bombing you know, hospitals, we are, bo- we are bombing civilian quarters. This is, it's, it's, uh, uh, this is an unending story, you know? This is an unending story, day and night. 
Uh, a lot of people died uh, and dies every minute after under this fire. So if West, if United States, if NATO cannot protect us, cannot um, establish the no-fly zone, I really want you to understand that everyone can be here right now in the Western countries. To be here, you don't need to, to take arms. To be here, you don't need to risk your life. To be here, to, to protect the lives of Ukrainians, to protect the lives of Ukrainian women, to protect the lives of Ukrainian kids, or to protect the lives of newborn babies in Ukraine. Because, you know, in a bomb, uh, 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 under the bombs, still people, uh, still women are born, uh, born kids. So to protect them, you can be a hero to protect them. You can go, you must go. To, to streets, you might you must take the streets. You must demand from your government. You must demand from your um, from from your people in power to 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 give to Ukraine the planes and the anti-rocket systems. If you can't do it by yourself, please give it give it to us. Everyone can be and should be the hero. Took the streets. You pay the you pay the taxes. You you vote for these people. Now it's time for them for your taxes and for uh, people who who was voted by you uh, to 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 do something you pay your taxes not for just you know for the new Cadillacs and for something you pay your taxes to be protected you need to to be protected you know, there is no difference between united states kids and ukrainian kids just imagine that you you are just you are right now in chicago illinois and somewhere in milwaukee Kids are dying under under the bombs. Can you say, oh, it's uh, it's kids in Milwaukee? I wouldn't go to protect them. No, it's impossible. So why? Um, what is the difference between Milwaukee and Kharkiv? What is the difference between Chicago and Chernihiv? There is no any difference. You should protect us. You should uh, should do something for us because people dying. It's civilian people dying. It's kids. It's women. It's uh, it's uh, you know this is not a war. Uh, against only Ukraine. This is not a war against only Ukrainian people. This is a war against all humanity. If Putin will win in Ukraine, he will go farther. We know we know it from the, you know, from history. He will go farther. Uh, sooner or later, you will face him. So, but if it if it would be later, you wouldn't have one really really strong ally, Ukraine. Ukraine is fighting like a tiger. Ukrainians, is, as I told you, one huge, really, really furious and angry unit. So help us and they will help you. I swear you. There is no question that a lot of people in the United States agree with you a thousand percent. There is some sense of frustration here that the United States isn't doing more. We keep hearing headlines every day about sanctions and how Putin and the oligarchs are being backed into a corner because of sanctions. But then there are another group of people here that say, you have to realize this person doesn't care. He doesn't care if his people suffer. He is out on an evil mission and that sanctions aren't enough. And it sounds like that's what you're saying, that we need no fly zones over Ukraine. Uh, we need to get more involved because Putin is not going to stop at Ukraine. Yes, he's not going to stop. He's completely not. You should understand. 
this people, uh, this this person, the people all around him, they denies us the right to be um, to be different country. They denies us uh, the right to be different people, to be a different ethnicity. You know, they they thinks that uh, we're just a part of you of Russian uh, of Russian people. Uh, but Ukraine, Ukrainian lands, Ukrainian territory, it's not Ukrainian territory. It's, it's some kind of stolen territory from Russian Empire or from Soviet Union. We are living in a completely nuts uh, world. Uh, but, uh, they, they really want us to be destroyed. So uh, we don't have any choice. We have uh, we have very simple choice. To be to be killed or not to be Ukrainians, and uh, I prefer to be killed than not to be Ukrainian because I am Ukrainian. That's why I I took my arms. That's why I uh, I joined and volunteered to 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 army because I want to be Ukrainian because I want Ukraine to be a free country because I want Ukraine to be to be prosperous and to 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 be to be happy country. I want my people all around me to be happy. Putin don't want us to be happy. Putin wants us to be just like his people. You know, it's like you know, it's, uh, for me, it's. It's a lot like of third day. It's a lot like third day. He thought just like just like Hitler said. Oh, Czechoslovakia, it's not a real country. We should we should uh, take it for ourselves. When oh Poland, it's not a real country. We should take it for ourselves. That's 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 what Putin Putin doing. It's, he's he's following the steps of of Hitler right now. But but Hitler went in. <clears throat> In eastern direction, Putin went. Uh, Putin goes in uh, in western direction. That's the only difference. The only difference. And uh, of course, Putin has uh, nuclear rockets. But that's why he should should be stopped right now. Because uh, the more uh, um, every day, every day of bombings, every day of rocket fire, it's uh, more and more and more dead Ukrainians. More dead Ukrainians. Everyone in charge of um, United States politics, everyone in charge of uh, NATO politics, everyone in charge of uh, some kind of military affairs should understand. But why, while they are sitting in the offices, while they are wearing the, um, the expensive ties and drinking their coffee, people are dying. People really, really dying. While they are um, uh, typing something on their laptops or uh, or looking in some papers, people are dying. And you can stop it. You can stop it. All these people who are with, in these expensive ties, with, with these expensive laptops can stop it anywhere, um, anytime. They can stop it anytime. It's just like, stop. And that's all. They can stop it. They can they can. It's two choices. You can uh, you can establish an, on, uh, a no-fly zone over Ukraine and protect us from the skies, or you can give us Patriot missiles. You can give us uh, new uh, airplanes. You can give us. It's not only for us. We are fighting for a for a whole world. We are fighting these. You know, they're savages. They're savages. They're destroying cities. My native city of Kharkiv. The center of my native city of Kazakhstan is completely destroyed. We're telling that we are protecting Russians. 95% of the Ukrainian population, population is Russian-speaking. It's Russian-speaking people, 95%. And he's killing 
with Russian, Russian speaking uh, people in their own town and tell them that he's protecting Russian speaking people, you know? Absolutely. And I can hear the frustration and the desperation, even the anger in your voice when you talk about all of this. And if governments are not doing enough, people in the United States, everyday people, can do something. I can describe to you the scene here. Everywhere you go in Chicago and other cities, people are hanging up signs that say, we support Ukraine, Ukrainian flags are up. There's a real desire for everyday people to help, but they feel paralyzed. Yuri, what would you tell them in terms of, this is what you can do. This is what you can do right now, and we have no time to wait. What would you tell them? One more time, please, my friends, I really, really appreciate it. I really, really, I really, really love you, you United States and United States people. Right now, I'm under my uh, under my uh, military uniform. I have a t-shirt with muddy waters, uh, muddy waters on it. You know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I swear. I swear you. I swear you. I'm in, I'm in a muddy waters t-shirt right now. I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm. I have a uniform, and under under this uniform, muddy waters t-shirt because it's it's my favorite t-shirt. It's my my favorite musician. So we. I told you we are the same. We we love the same the same music. We love the same books. We love we even we even love the kids in the same way. Our children, our beloved ones. We are we are the one. You know. So please, guys, please, United States people, please, my friends. Please take the streets. Please demand from your government, from your local governments, from your senators, from your congressmen, from all the people who who is in charge. Please demand them to give uh, to give anti-missile systems to Ukraine. Please do it as soon as possible. Everyone can be a hero, and everyone should be a hero. You can save Ukrainian lives. You can save kids' lives. You can save women's lives. Please do it. Absolutely. And God willing, Yuri, you and I will meet again, and this time it will be in person, and it will be in a free Ukraine. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.